Welcome to the Creative Genius Podcast with Nicolette Wilson-Clark. Welcome, it's Nicolette on the Creative Genius Show, and I really hope you're well. Uh, I'm back. Yes, this is the first show back since I don't know when, and I'm not even going to try and work it out. But I do hope that you've been doing as well as you can, despite everything, and uh, it's nice to be here. So welcome to the Creative Genius Show on Riverside Radio, and I am Nicolette, and this is the local radio show that supports the creative in learning who they are so that they can courageously manage their emotional well-being and tap into their genius. And the overall aim of these shows is to support the mental and emotional well-being of the creative through things like guest sharings and my sharings and also my professional knowledge as a psychotherapist and coach. I'm curious about how you, the creative, flourishes in and out of each day and what I can do to emotionally and mentally support you. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me either through my website thecreativegenius.co.uk or any of my socials which you can find on the website. It's great to be back in the studio. Woohoo! In case you didn't get the memo, we've moved here at Riverside Radio just a few metres up from where we were, but in a beautiful space. And I have lots of gratitude for that. So after this, we are going to talk all about post-traumatic growth. Because how we've grown Riverside Radio since 2015 is uh, amazing with all the wonderful support from the directors and the people that push this. So there's much gratitude there. So don't go anywhere and I'll see you right after this. You're listening to The Creative Genius Show with Nicolette wilson Clark. You're listening to Nicolette on The Creative Genius Show and this show is about supporting you the creative with your emotional well-being your health and all that sort of stuff and so for the first show back I wanted to bring to light something called post-traumatic growth and I was inspired to share this with you because of some of the work I'm currently doing as a psychotherapist with my clients and it includes trauma. Now many of us will be familiar with the disorder post-traumatic stress disorder caused by a traumatic experience that we haven't been able to process in some capacity. Therefore, we relive it in many different ways, emotionally, physically, mentally. And that's also known as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, seen as a disorder. And each of us will demonstrate PTSD in our own unique way. And symptoms can range from reliving what happened in the form of flashbacks, having intrusive thoughts, Nightmares, pain, sweating, trembling, nausea, from all of those to intense distress due to perhaps being triggered by a symbolic or real reminder of the experience. Now, during this time, you may experience feeling on edge and being alert, which is also known as hypervigilance, which can disrupt your sleep and it can develop into anxiety. With PTSD, you've also got anger and distress and irritability and aggression. They can dominate your states and your behaviours. And not only that, you may find yourself panicking when reminded of the trauma. And this, in and out of all of those experiences, can mean that you find it really hard to concentrate on a day-to-day with daily tasks. 
Now, with PTSD, there is a strong pull towards avoidance of feelings and memories because you don't want to go back there, but you find yourself going back there. And to avoid it, it can be shown through keeping busy or forgetting details of what's happened, those past experiences that have caused the trauma, feeling emotionally or physically numb, or you might want to numb it out by self-medicating, using drugs or alcohol and participating in reckless activities. Now, as a result of PTSD, you'll have limited trust in yourself or others. You'll feel unsafe anywhere. You'll feel alone. You blame yourself and feel some sadness and some guilt and anger or shame. So as you can see, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, can dominate your existence as you remain in a heightened state of stimulation, constantly looking for danger and being ready to run or to fight or to metaphorically hide under the duvet. And you might even experience anxiety or depression, dissociative disorders where you separate yourself from the reality, self-harm and suicidal feelings alongside your PTSD. So in today's show, I'd like to remind you that if you have had a traumatic experience in your past, it doesn't have to result in doom and gloom for the future. So I'd like us to explore an alternative way of processing trauma, and that is post-traumatic growth. So what if it was possible to believe that you could benefit from your stresses and your traumas, so benefit from them, rather than believing it can only lead to damage and dysfunction. Could your adversities be used for creative good, for example? Now, the concept of post-traumatic growth, PTG, was introduced in the mid-1990s by Tadeshi and Calhoun, and it has fired up so many discussions amongst psychologists ever since about how trauma could be used as a catalyst for positive change. It's about seeing yourself from a strength-based perspective. It's the complete opposite perspective of how trauma can feel, which is often weak and injury sickness-led. Post-traumatic growth can be described as the following. And this is by Tadeshi and Colquhoun in 2004. They've explained it as an experience of individuals whose development, at least in some areas, has surpassed what was present before the struggle. It can be described as the experience of individuals whose development, at least in some areas, has surpassed what was present before the struggle with crisis occurred. The individual has not only survived, but has experienced changes that are viewed as important and that go beyond the status quo. And research discovered that after experiencing a traumatic event, people often reported three ways in which their psychological functioning increased. So we've got this experience of individuals who are able to move past the point of where they were before the crisis happened. They're able to grow in some capacity moving forwards. And when they've had a traumatic experience, through research we've discovered that there are three ways in which their psychological functioning increases. Number one is relationships were enhanced in some way. So as an example for that, people described that they came to value their friends and family more. They felt an increased sense of compassion for others, together with a longing for more intimate relationships. Number two, 
this second way in which their functioning was psychological was the psychological functioning was increased number two people changed their views of themselves so for example developing in wisdom personal strength and gratitude perhaps coupled with a greater acceptance of their vulnerabilities and limitations and number three people described changes in their life philosophy so an example of that is finding a fresh appreciation for each new day and re-evaluating their understanding of what really matters in life, becoming less materialistic and more able to live in the present. So those are the three ways in which those who have experienced trauma noticed that their psychological functioning increased. And if we consider that PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, brings about pain and anxiety, usually... The opposite can be said to be true for PTG, post-traumatic growth. It can give you the opportunity to consider a shift towards impact and closer towards the mindset of what happened to me. So that's what you're thinking of. What happened to me? Let me process this. Let me understand this. Let me take this apart rather than what's wrong with me. Very different, aren't they? Now, research with Joseph and Butler in 2010 found that between 30 to 70% of those who experienced trauma also reported growth and positive change from their traumatic experience. So we're already discovering that when we have a traumatic experience, and yes, we have all of those lists that I mentioned before, the anxiety and the remembering stuff. Yes, we have those, but... 30 to 70% of the people who are experiencing trauma through research also reported growth and positive change. So it's demonstrating it doesn't have to be that negative effect as an outcome. And how do you then direct those negative outcomes into something more positive? There is a belief that PTG, post-traumatic growth, arises out of PTSD because it can be said that it's about rebuilding from what you assumed was your shattered world. So you're rebuilding the world that you perceived. Remember, perception is your view of the world. One such theory to explain this, this understanding of rebuilding your perceived world, is called organismic valuing theory. Organismic valuing theory. And this theory shows that trauma leads to a breakdown in the structure of the self. So when we have trauma, we fall apart in different ways caused by the traumatic experiences. And then what follows is the need to cognitively process what arises. Not always done, hence the trauma becomes bigger. So cognitively processing is to think it out and break it down. And so in PTSD, I was curious about whether this might be a reason why we experience intrusive thoughts. You know, those intrusive thoughts that we get when we experience PTSD, is that the brain's way of wanting to cognitively process things? But we don't understand that. And we think that it's something that we shouldn't have and we fight it. And what if we actually appreciated that it's the brain wanting to work things out and we took it through a process that was uh, more formal, 
more organized and more understood. Well, in PTSD, I was curious about that. And so out of this self-structured breakdown that happens when we have trauma, it has been found, I found, that there is an intrinsic desire to process things in ways that maximize psychological well-being. So when you're breaking it down and processing it, usually with some kind of help, you want to feel good at the end. And perhaps a metaphor might help to explain this. So imagine that one day you accidentally knock a treasured vase off its perch and it smashes into pieces. Now, the question here is, what do you do? Do you try to put the vase back together as it was? Do you collect the pieces and drop them in the rubbish as the vase is absolutely a total loss now? Or do you pick up the beautiful coloured pieces and use them to make something new? Maybe a a colourful mosaic? When adversity strikes, people often feel that at least some part of them, be it their views of the world, their sense of themselves, their relationships, they feel that it's been smashed when adversity strikes. And those who try to put their lives back together exactly as they were, they tend to remain fractured and vulnerable. Because how possible is that? It's fractured. It's smashed. It's not possible to go exactly where it was. On the other hand, those who accept the breakage and build themselves anew become more resilient and they become open to new ways of living. Something to mention here, actually, is that unlike PTSD, which is a result of the traumatic experience, PTD, post-traumatic, sorry, PTG, post-traumatic growth, is developed from the struggle which is surrounded by positive contributions. So when you're struggling and there are supportive networks and underpinnings around you, that's where we can get the PTG. That's how we cultivate that out of PTSD. It's about what is able to develop from within the person in conducive environments. If you're in the right soil, you can grow, huh? Now, some research by Woodward and Joseph, 2003, it demonstrates that. And they found that having relationships where the participants felt nurtured, liberated and validated, plus genuinely accepted by others, meant that PTG could be fostered in an attentive and compassionate way. And not everyone who has experienced trauma will be able to shift to PTG, post-traumatic growth. And it is important to respect and to honour this without judgment and without implication of failure. Let's go for a little break. Listen to previous shows at thecreativegenius.co.uk. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on The Creative Genius Show. We're talking all about post-traumatic growth today, PTG as opposed to post-traumatic stress, which many of us are actually familiar with, hearing it in different articles, on television, on radio, in reading it, and also experiencing it. Maybe some of us have experienced it, and maybe some of us know someone who has. 
And so we're just understanding how we can move from post-traumatic stress disorder into post-traumatic growth as a process of being post-traumatically stressed. How can it lead into her? And we've just explained and understood that actually if we have good soil, if we have great people around us and we're able to digest the information well and feel listened to and heard and held, that's one wonderful way to be able to do that. And not everyone who's experienced trauma, remember, will be able to shift to PTG. And it is important to respect and honour that because without any judgment and without any implication of failure, they will get to it in their own time. And let's also consider that those who have the inner and outer resources to step into PTG are not actually in the absence of stress themselves. So just because you're able to move from this feeling of failure, of lack, of injury, into a feeling of impact, making an impact, of growth, of moving forwards, of development. Just because you're able to do that doesn't mean that in some way you're not experiencing any pain. Doesn't mean that you don't have any stress. And I think it is possible, and research is showing that it's possible, to have them sit alongside each other and move together and feed off each other. And so PTG, post-traumatic growth, can come out of experiencing post-traumatic stress. And maybe we look at it as an outcome, as well as a process, that offers hope, plus the ability to survive trauma, rather than be a victim to it. So post-traumatic growth has become a really exciting topic in modern psychology, because psychologists are starting to understand that trauma does not have to result in a disorder. Trauma does not have to result in a disorder. There is a different way that we can process and support what has happened to us. And it's been quite positioned in the positive psychology arena. And the belief is that the experiences you're familiar with in post-traumatic stress can be a natural emotional response to your trauma and can signal a positive healing process of making sense of your experiences as you rebuild the shattered pieces into something that's very relevant to you today. So we are moving forwards. We're thinking about tomorrow, even though experiences from the past may feel very present. Now, working with a therapist, that can support this. And of course, if you've got other networks, if you're not able to have access to a therapist, you've got religious leaders, you've got good friends and companions, you've got people who will listen to you and hold you metaphorically in this particular uh, state that you're in and also hold you physically if that's possible. Um, so working with a therapist can support this. And it might be that in, in some sessions, there's a model that I use called Thrive. Thrive uh, by Joseph 2012. That might be used And that's a really positive way to support a journey of understanding your trauma, adjusting to its impacts and appreciating your growth. And so within this model, Thrive, there's a questionnaire called the Psychological Wellbeing Post-Traumatic Changes Questionnaire. It's quite a long title, huh? And that's designed to assess post-traumatic growth as defined by an increase in psychological well-being. 
And this can be extremely useful to measure change because if your focus when you're working with someone is to go from A to B emotionally, you want to be able to say where you were when you started and how am I actually improving? What evidence have I got for that? And this psychological well-being post-traumatic changes questionnaire is a wonderful way to be able to do that. So if you are working with a therapist, it might be that they use that to support you from shifting from any negative feelings from post-traumatic stress. And so I share this with you to reassure you that it is possible to move away from trauma with help. You can learn from it. You can learn from your trauma. And by surrounding yourself with people who can positively support you, so those are the therapists and the friends and the religious leaders and other people who can create an impact in your life, who you trust, you'll know who they are. It is, it is possible to survive trauma and experience positive life changes. It is possible to survive trauma and experience positive life changes with the help of those around you who can positively support you. And I think that trauma survivors actually have a lot to teach those of us who haven't lived through trauma. You know, if we listen, we can hear from them, from their experiences, from what we read and see. We can hear how to live with grace because to grow from trauma, you must be prepared to let go of what was before the shatter. And it is only then that you can start to make sense of the new pieces around you. You can pick them up and put them in places that are serving you from this moment on. And as a creative soul, you can begin to innovate and create something new from something old. And thus that gorgeous grace and growth begins. And so that's it for today, my beautiful creatives. I, I really hope that it's been useful for you to take away what served you and to leave what hasn't. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. And if anything today has triggered uncomfortable responses, remember that you can reach out to the Samaritans on 116-123, the Samaritans on 116 in the UK, 123 for immediate support. Or of course, please feel free to contact me, email me, all my details are on my website, thecreativegenius.co.uk. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. So do follow at The Creative Genius Show on Instagram and also Creative Genius Coach. And so until next week, beautiful creatives, keep creating. You've been listening to The Creative Genius Show with Nicolette Wilson-Clark. Thank you so much for listening.